0: I remember as a kid being really into paragraphs. It's the most on-brand thing I think you've ever said.
1: I, look, we know we know what we are <laughs> at a certain point. You know, I just this hair is gray. And my last words will be like paragraphs are interesting.
2: <laughs> hello, hi everybody. All hello. right, Welcome. hello friends. Hey everybody. Hello, friends. Back to the office. Back to Brooklyn edition. We're all back in Brooklyn. This might be the first time in a long time.
0: No, Paul's not in Brooklyn. Paul's in Manhattan.
1: I'm in Manhattan. I got on the bus today and went to work. I'm plus 14 on my Pfizer vaccine.
2: What is the new normal? What's it like to go back to the old routine?
1: Well, you know, the moment when you first enter a glass box with lots of other people. I mean, look, I took public transportation several times during the pandemic, right? But it was always like... You know, you'd prepare, you would double mask, you would just kind of like overthink it and then kind of be scared for 10 days. So, you know, I I feel that that is different. Like, you know, if you hear someone coughing as you walk down the street, you don't go, okay, well, there, that could be me. I better reset Mm. my entire life. No, I dropped my daughter off at school. I got on the bus. I looked at some programming blogs and I was going to look out the window and take in the beautiful city. But instead I looked at my phone. So back to normal. Whatever you do as you reenter, expect a total 20 minute freak out.
2: I have not relaxed. I'm like plus one week on my vaccine.
0: On your second, on your second Uh, dose? No, just my first dose
2: actually. No, I mean, don't, you're not supposed to.
1: Right. I mean, this is the weird thing. It's like, okay, I followed the C D C guidelines all year. I'm safe. And now I'm on the other side. And they are saying, No, you're safe. You still need to wear a mask and you can still
2: transact the virus, but it won't kill you. Kind of what you were saying, Paul, about like, you know, I come from a cohort of people who've been very like religious about following the C D C guidelines. And people don't want to take any risk, you know, with uh sort of our society's health as a whole. But I also have plenty of people in my town who are saying, look, Look, the data shows one week after, you know, the Pfizer vaccine, you're 80% protective. Uh, I am having trouble letting go of the paranoia, the healthy paranoia. No, ab- absolutely. And maybe, you know, this sort of scientific consensus that's emergent.
1: Well, I think in a weird way, I had this thought in the morning, which is like, I got that first dose 21 days, two weeks. So it's five weeks, right? You've got five weeks or with, um, with Moderna, I guess you've got six. To adapt your brain to, you know, how do you wanna how do you want it to go? You aren't powerless in this. I think, you know, when people say the new normal, they mean just get back, get back to where you're I I'm in the office today because I'm like, I felt nervous about it. I'm like, well, I gotta I gotta open the seal. We gotta see what's gonna happen. It's freaking weird. I mean, I, I have a suit jacket hanging over my shirt from a year <laughs> over my my chair from a year ago. Oh wow, yeah. Why? Dust off
2: the old loafers and everything. Oh, I know, it's it's Chernobyl. Sarah, I saw a nice picture of you having nice outdoor drinks with friends. What's your, what's your sort of vibe like these yeah. you Yeah. Wearing a mask, not wearing a mask.
0: Wearing a mask, double masking sometimes, but I've had, I've had dose one of the vaccine. A lot of my friends are fully vaccinated, but it's still like a comfort game. When We went out, we had reservations to a place and the maitre d' was really trying to pressure us to eat inside and we just weren't like emotionally ready. No, I mean, no, no, plus no! You, I wasn't but you also—you
1: shouldn't be inside. You're not fully vax. Like, yeah. just follow the dumb rules. That's just—you followed the rules, and we all—we all did okay. A lot of people didn't. I got plenty of friends who got sick. People passed on. It's been a horrible year. But for the most part, following the rules kept you safer. And it's sort of like, well, yeah, you know, the matrix D is doing something wrong. Don't push people. You know, just get the full vaccine. My God, it's been a year. We don't have to screw it up in the clinch.
0: It's so funny, too, how like one thing you learn, how like state by state things are so different. And I imagine country by country things. I know country, but because we have a lot of people on the team.
1: Canada is so pissed at us right now.
0: Yeah, are they? Fu- I bet they're fully back.
1: Oh, are they're, they're so back? pissed. I'm Canadian friend. No, it's the opposite. It's you know they watched us absolutely soil our pants like toddlers. Yeah, you know, and they they have like a health system that can't be new. And, that can't be new for them. Oh no, no, no but to see new. it at this scale, you know, <laughs> yeah. to what. It's like, imagine if your next door neighbor who you knew had a, a serious drug problem just went off the rails for a year and you couldn't do anything about it. And like your houses are connected and you just see fireworks going off on the second floor, not even on the roof. And like, that's how Canada's been watching us. Yeah. They're just like, oh my God, they're doing it again. Oh my God. Oh my God. Please, please, please. Do we call the cops? Do we call who we're going to call? You know, and it's like, it is the cops, right? So you can't. What are you going to do? And um, no, now they watch us. You know, it's the terrible thing about America is when we get our act together, it's very, very impressive.
0: Yeah.
2: I think it's uh, it's so unfair. We were totally irresponsible and then we had all the money. We just bought our way out. Oh, so... Yeah. Really, not not quality behavior.
0: My parents who are in their mid-60s can't get vaccinated. They're in New Jersey. There are no appointments. They cannot get vaccinated. Oh, that's too bad.
1: Yeah, New Jersey really and, and here in New York,
0: like if you're above 30, you're ready to go. But in Jersey. Oh, it's
1: above it's above 16 now. Wow. Now, Basically
0: everyone. Think,
1: well, you know, New York got its infrastructure, I mean, frankly, because we were so incredibly impacted and blasted uh, for that, those first six months. I yeah. feel that like, and also our governor is trying to unpack some personal stuff. He's think- <laughs> got
0: some things
2: going on. <laughs>
1: It's such a Trying to a do mess. a
2: really good job for the moment because he's trying to keep his oh, yeah. job for the moment. There was a good piece uh, from a great writer that I wanted to drop in here. It's from Scripting News.
1: Oh, boy. What's it saying?
2: It's saying, we never should have let Lotus Notes fade away, and we've forgotten how great it was. And how come nobody builds Lotus Notes anymore? And, you know, even though we think we've got low code, no code.
0: Lotus Notes was the
2: original. It was the original Notion well,
1: tables. What was Lotus Notes? Can, can anyone describe Lotus Notes to me? Yeah,
0: it was like an email platform communication with macros.
1: Yeah, and it was a real knowledge base. It was a real, like, yeah. I mean, they're famously the company McKinsey, the consulting firm, were this huge user of it. Like, they, they kept all of their information in it for years and years. You know, I'll tell you first of all, it's not fully gone because every now and then a client will stumble in <laughs> from the from the cold and be like, uh, IBM WebSphere, uh, Lotus Notes, where where are you guys with that?" And we're like, "I if it's got an API or you know, they're like, "No, no, no, no." So it is still out there but not beautifully supported in the way it used to be. I mean, I think Google Wave was another one. I look, I always think of these as kind of the everything engines.
0: Google Wave, man, that was a RIP, RIP. Google Wave.
1: Oh, that was a good
2: one. So this is for people who just like want to bundle every productivity tool together, right? They want them all. That's right.
0: What do you think about this? I wonder if sometimes there is software. One thing we do not like is software that does too much. Like Google Wave is a good example. Lotus Notes is another good example. What else? Excel well, you is know- a good one. It's just like software that does too many things. We don't like it.
1: Well, you know what happened too. Like, I, I, er, like this would be in the late '90s, but especially around the 2000s, the idea was like, "Oh, I'm going to get Microsoft Office," and
0: yeah. But all
1: the items can embed; like everything can be nested into everything else. And you know, an Excel document can just be dropped in the middle of a Word doc, and then you can go in and use it as if it was Excel inside a Word. I still don't know <laughs> if that works. Like. <laughs> It's we're, – we're on year 500 of that. It actually turns out people don't care. The people who – and this is also the fantasy with the BOS. It's the fantasy with object-oriented programming in Silver general. Silverlight is another
0: good one. Doesn't yeah,
1: Silverlight. Like I'm going to draw – and Flash. Um, remember when Flash went up a level and they had like their whole – they had like a whole programming environment and SDK mm-hmm. and I can't remember the name yep. of it. I remember there was a a prototyping tool that was built. uh, Anyway, regardless, this is always the dream. I'm going to own more and more of the ecosystem, and I'm going to empower the users to copy objects, you know, the self-programming language, which deeply influenced JavaScript had some of this. People are going to copy and paste things, and then they're going to be able to modify them as a programmer. might. And it it just, this is an awkward truth. Programmers
0: always think people want that. They never want that.
1: So a good example, there's notes. Brilliant product. Knowledge management, communication, everything all built in, some database qualities to it. But, the, you know, who is the big user? The famous big smart consulting firm, right? Yeah. Like the actual thing that makes something into a consumer-grade product seems to be that it's really kind of like something that was there before. Like, oh, it's a spreadsheet. And I've used spreadsheet programs and they're based on basic accounting principles, therefore okay. Like, and then yeah. do you need to excel? No, I don't need to drop a table into my Word doc that is always infinitely editable, actually. I, that actually turns out to be, I needed that personally many times, never could quite get it right. You know, I wish Word would just fix its tables too, right? Like yeah. they, they would always like kind of jump ahead, but not fix the thing that was really broken. You get those tables in Word and like on that, that it, you get that really narrow <laughs> table and now it's like 500 pages long.
0: The, the thing this article talks about a little bit too is like, the sheer number of word processing applications that there were before for like any preference you want. I used to have this word processor. I remember this. This word processor, it was just like very visually beautiful and just would play soft music to you. And like that was mm. its whole jam. Yeah.
1: Whoa. Yeah. Really?
0: It was amazing. It would just like play you really ambient music and it would just be like visually beautiful. And it would just like, it would block uh, you the gotta web dig- too. You got to so dig
1: would, that up for me, Sarah. I, I got to I mean, find I, it. Yeah, because yeah. I I know every piece of word processor tomfoolery <laughs> to the point that I, you know, I ran WordPerfect 5.2 for DOS on my Mac for a while. Oh yeah. Um, no, I, but look, I, I think this is always a tremendous tension. I mean, look what works at building Google and Apple. How do you go and buy a new software experience? You mm-hmm. go to the app store. Yeah. You know, little bit of software that runs, comes on a floppy, downloaded here, icon on my screen, for whatever reason, and let's not blame the users. That is what the users like. Like, they're yeah. just like, ah, single responsibility
0: oh. principle for apps. I think people really just like things that do one thing, thing really well, just the thing that the they thing.
1: need. And I think only computer people are like, oh, you know what would be awesome is if your digital audio workstation... Could embed a, a podcast session, hmm. like a live, editable podcast session, yeah. directly Too into much. your Too Excel much. spreadsheet, and and it's like, that, and you tell me that, and I am like, yeah, oh, hell yeah, let's have that meeting, let's figure that out. We are going to have the most unit because then we can do the accounting for the podcast platform right in the spreadsheet. Don't have to switch programs. Yeah. You can you can track minutes. You can you can figure out how you're going to pay people. Hell, we could we could wire that to an <laughs> API. And then you can have a chart, a podcast performance connecting straight to the podcast distribution network, and we could monetize this whole thing. This is going to be amazing. Yeah, that's too
0: useful. People don't like it. Nobody
1: wants that. No, just too useful is so good, right? Like too useful.
0: I'd venture to say that no one – that the best and most innovative software in the world, no one's using. Like no one (laughs) – like people are building stuff like that all the – like really brilliant software. And it's just like if it doesn't fit a niche – like, people just aren't
2: using it. Over-architected.
1: Well, they're for power users, right? Like, I think Notion is a little bit like this. Um, there's a wonderful tool called Tinderbox. It's like a hypertext exploration tool for the Mac. Been around for uh, forever. Lawyers use it. It does. It gives you all sorts of different ways to look at your data. I've tried to build some of these. You know, I wrote my own blogging engine using XML and semantic web principles so I could look at the data any way you want. It turns out there's tremendous virtue in the old forms that everybody knows. There is paragraphs. I don't have to tell you what it is because you learned it in second grade. In second grade, they sat down and they said, see one of these things with the like the indent in the front? Sarah, Ben, that's a paragraph. And you'd be like – and I remember I remember being a kid and being into paragraphs and being like, are they two <laughs> sentences or more? And they're like, no, 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 sentences, doesn't matter. It just kind of begins and ends. It's kind of a couple of them on the page. Yeah. Did you ever really – and that's it's in there and you got that form. And so, like, if you are a computer person, what is fascinating to you is the ability to connect
2: all the information. Yeah. The scary combination that's used in this blog several times is networked spreadsheets. Whatever happened to the network mm. spreadsheets, people?
1: Network spreadsheets. People like apps is the answer, right? They like little things that they can
2: understand in individual website. This blog kind of misses the point, which is like there are developers using Notion, taking it to the next level, taking it too far hey, if you want to take it too far, nobody's telling you can't do that. Too useful.
1: Too useful. Here's what I would say. The everything engines do start to make more sense at the platform level, right? Like we can do everything with this and the API is very flexible. What products would you like to build on it that consumers would actually want to use, right? But the, the hard part is, and this is, it killed Google Wave and it, it's killed a lot of stuff. People don't want to think abstractly. They want to get their job done in the moment, and then maybe yeah. 1% of them will get excited mm, right. on the other side. And look, I mean, this is hard you. <laughs> it's hard. Hard for the programmer. <laughs> it right? Beca- gets in the way of the narrative of, like, everybody is a smart person who just needs to learn how to use tools. Yeah,
0: and everyone just wants something, whatever is the easiest thing right now. Yeah.
1: I mean, you guys were joking about it. Your April Fool's joke was, I will cut, you know, people cut and paste from Stack Overflow, so we're going to make an April Fool's joke about it. And, and like... Because that's that's really how people do perceive like stack without cut and paste and then modify the code is not and that's for the smart users who are really into programming. <laughs> not even smart, just like the really skilled ones, the ones who are like, oh, I know what I need to do. Right. I'll go on Stack Overflow. So I think we, we just ask a lot from people who mostly need to take get their kids to school and maybe want to have like some fish on Friday. Like it's just like, <laughs> like they're not. And that's me ninety-five percent of the time. And then the other five percent, I'm like, what if everything was a node in a network?
2: <laughs> Paul, that. the thing that I guess like just keeps happening, we talk about this, but like there's this internal war, you know, the eternal war, like in the Marvel universe that we live in between the bundling and the unbundling. Like right now, we're going over to Monday.com, uh-huh. which is Trello, but it has a progress bar, as far as I can tell. Just Trello, but like you stick the progress in the bar, people love that. And then some people are taking it to the next level. Like I take an action on Monday that imports the Trello card over here. And when I close it, the progress bar updates on Monday. And I'm just like, oh, how do we what? How do we get here? Th-
1: this is what's critical, right? This is a very specific kind of user. Airtable is another one. First of all, using Monday to me is like, you ever go on inner tubing and it just starts, go- you're going down air, or no, like in the snow, snow tubing, and you're going down and it's a little icy and it starts to go real fast and get real <laughs> quiet. What? Right. That's how I feel using Monday. You're like, oh, okay. And then you're like, whoa, God. I've never
2: I'm used die. it. Uh, yeah, it's really just, something.
1: It's an everything engine. It's essentially – look, all these things are kind of ways to access relational principles but with spreadsheet-style interfaces. Airtable is a little bit too. Airtable struck me as a little simpler conceptually than Monday. Monday just is like group and pivot everything. Who cares, man? Live your life.
2: The central metaphor that makes Monday better than everything else is the progress bar. So it's like you're organizing everything you want to do. You're watching it progress through the stages, so satisfying, and their little bar filling itself out. And then you can say, I'm stuck. It shows you where you're stuck, and then you can attack that problem or whatever. This is the thing that differentiates Monday, as far as I can tell.
1: Well, you know cool. what these things... I mean, they get bundled up under low code a lot. And you know what they do is they appeal to the person in the office who may not be a programmer, mm, yeah, but is good, is like kind of an algorithmic thinker, is aware that things can trigger other oh, yeah. things they are connected. No, that's right. And so... It's actually for them because then they go and build out the platform that everybody else is like, all right, it's a form. I don't care. Get, let me search. The okay. person who is
2: showing off their programming chops as uh, our director of brand design, he's hooking up workflows. He's jamming out on Monday.
1: <laughs> no, that's right. And so it's a, it's actually, and this is not a criticism of him in any way. It's a chance for him to develop mastery, share it out. It's a way to kind of encode some knowledge and some process and then everybody else comes in and it's like, okay, well, this is how this works. But it's that that super modifier who is really into it, who isn't going to write the code necessarily, isn't going to build like a whole new platform or use Ruby on Rails, but they will go in and they will kind of mess with things um, until it feels trued up and people can get their work done. There's a big part of me that's like, yeah, that'll be 90% of programming.
2: So taking it back to Lotus Notes, uh, Sarah, you shared a great link this morning. It's funny. Someone who participated in the creation of the 30th annual edition of Microsoft Flight Simulator. Did I get that right?
0: Yeah. And
2: I guess, you know, as always, they make this one feel special. It's how real it is. But they took it to, like, the next level. You're flying around Denver at 4.30 in the afternoon. You will see the air traffic that is around Denver at 4.30 this afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. That flight
0: simulator is so cool. The correct
2: stars in the sky or whatever it might be. I find flight simulation to be really relaxing. There's a bunch of them in Roblox. You know, somebody rediscovers every great game they just copied it or whatever. So Roblox has a flight simulator. My kids have gotten really into it. Do you feel like this is one of those things where at a certain point, well, people just spend more time, people already do spend more time playing video games than doing the real world, but this is one of those ones, ah, man, I could get lost in this flight simulator. I could lose touch with the world if I was flying through something that's indistinguishable from the real world. You look out the window of the plane, everything's blurry. You look out the window, Microsoft Flight Simulator with your VR headset on. It's like you're flying the plane for all intents and purposes.
1: Yeah, except it also, like, I I got to it for a minute. And you're, first of all, I'm terrible (laughs) at landing. Just Everyone is. It's the hardest part. The hardest part. Not good at landing. And then um, there's a part of you where you're just like, okay, wow, I'm flying over the Middle East at night. And then you look down and it's just a little dark. And you're like, <laughs> and you're like, I've been doing this for an hour. I'm gonna have some crackers.
0: Well, I have like, friends it, it, that are getting their pilot's license, and they are. This is what they oh, use. Oh, interesting. They, and yeah, they have yeah, like yeah. a little crew of people that are their air traffic controllers, and so they I like, like do training uh, through the simulator. It's very cool. It looks very real. Yeah.
2: It has
1: all yeah, the buttons. It's, and it's switches. like super, and it's super neat. Like it just, it's great because it's open world and playful, and the the planes are cool, and you learn stuff as you go along, but. But yeah, no, I mean, unless you're very committed or you want to fly, it's, I, I found myself drifting. Also, it is a 30 gig update every time I go yeah. on to play it. <laughs> unless you play it every day, the updates are so the big. The
2: just keeps getting more real. <laughs>
1: it really does. I keep joking about a game called Flight Simulator Simulator, which just is <laughs> you just log in and download updates for like a day. That's the way <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the game.
0: I love that. That's yeah. great. Sorry,
2: I want to hear from your crew when they actually go, doing their real life training or take their test.
0: Yeah. They're also doing real life. They seem
2: basically indistinguishable. Like if you do the flight simulator, you can fly a plane.
0: That's a great question. I'll find out. I can't believe this went around for 38 years. I imagine 38 years ago. It did not look the same.
1: Oh no. You can, you can go see screenshots. It is like extremely DOS, like one circle, like it just not good. Not good. Yeah. them. The earth is like four <laughs> lines. Like just, you're just a couple pixels. Know, they per they focus on the landing strip. Yeah. Yeah. There's no sense of like seeing the world.
0: That makes sense to me. That sounds right.
1: But yeah. in the 90s, once it got to CD-ROMs, they were like, hey, hey, check it out. Check it out. Got some polygons for you. I find also, I mean, when you look at Flight Simulator and you look at Microsoft, you start to see like, oh, this is what a giant platform company can pull off. So it's like they hired a company to do it. They can use Microsoft imagery. They use their own machine learning platforms to interpolate and create a lot of this. like, And then now they know where everyone likes to fly around. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just sort of like... They can upsell you on planes and gadgets. So you, you do this. Bing
2: Maps is monetizing that data, yeah? It's actually the only time I've ever heard anyone using Bing Maps. No offense.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, mean, true.
1: But if you've ever actually tried to use Google Maps and pay for the API, it's
2: it would actually cost, it'd be expensive.
1: easier simply to give everyone a plane <laughs> than it would to, uh, <laughs> to use Google Maps. Sure. So Google Maps Play Simulator is going to be amazing.
2: All right, last one. Uh, Sarah, you shared a link to have I been... Pond, which I th- used in the past. I guess like this is one of those things.
0: I think it's a p- I think it's pwned. Huh? Oh no,
2: Pwned. Oh Pwned. pwned.
1: I always have to miss. Well, I thought something. I was learning something there, but I. Think yeah. Have <laughs> right. you yeah. been pawned? I've learned
2: something. Please
1: let me out of the. I'm I'm in a haunted doll in a pawn like a, shop.
2: Please release. That was like my the soul. chess piece. No, like I'm. The worst chess piece. Okay, no, 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 just, no I've it's been just pwned. it's I've been just it's with a P. P-
1: no, it's P zero W wned N E D N yeah. three D. So it's it's lead speak.
0: Yeah, there was a big leak from Facebook this weekend. Um, a lot of folks, uh, five hundred million people. Five hundred million. That's a lot <laughs> of million.
2: This is. Am I doing this wrong? I just feel like at this point. I don't care because I've already been on this website. I know it's already happened to me seventeen times. And it's no, just yeah, all Yeah, no, thirty six for
0: me. Thirty six. Like if anybody
2: cared about me, well, my anonymity protects me. Well, nobody cares about me or thinks that I'm rich. Yeah, or no, no, worth that's the thing. Owning. Nobody cares. Owning.
1: And then you can you can you know you end up buying that like secure. The, what 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 is the name of the thing? Owned by Life LifeLock. Like you get LifeLock,
2: and you're just like ah. going through here. It's such a sad little graveyard of services that I used and enjoyed. Bitly, Evite, Discuss, MySpace, Zynga, Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: These are the yeah, things no, no, no.
2: that, that ruin me. This
1: site is an amazing public service, which it, it absorbs the leaks of private information and then gives you the ability to see if you were in the leak without telling anybody else about that. It's, you need to put your email address in, so on and so forth. And so blessings for that site. But yeah.
2: Here we go. I would love to get to that part of the episode where we shout out a lifeboat badge winner. Somebody who took a question that has a score of negative three or less and got it up to a score of 20 or more. Awarded 48 minutes ago to Martinez, it says Lombok, colon, how to specify a one-arg constructor. Do you all know know who Lombok is? I don't know.
0: No. Could you
2: spell that? L-O-M-B-O-K, using Lombok. Is it possible to specify? No. No. It's
1: better not to know sometimes.
0: Yeah, it is better not to know. Here it is. Project Lombok is a tool
2: for reducing boilerplate code in Java through annotations and compile time code generation. There you go. Go, Lombok. Lombok. Check it out.
1: There we go. We love you. We love you, Lombok. Yeah. You're the best.
2: I think it's Klingon. All right. (sighs) I'm Ben Popper. (laughs) You can always find me on Twitter (laughs) at Ben Popper. (laughs) And you can email us, podcast at stackoverflow.com. If you enjoy the show, leave us a rating and a review. It really helps.
0: And I'm Sarah Chips, uh, director of community here at Stack Overflow. And you can find me at Sarah Joe on GitHub.
2: And I'm Paul Ford, friend of Stack Overflow.
1: Check out my company, Postlight, And uh, we're definitely hiring product managers, engineers, and designers. So tell your friends, tell yourself, everybody. All right.